0: It's time for our Trees Are Key podcast, brought to you by Texas A&M Forest Service. I'm Paul Johnson, coordinator of our Urban and Community Forestry program. Welcome to episode 304. Last week, we explored how prescriptions are key, and this week, we're going to interrupt our regularly scheduled topic and discuss keys to winter damage. Like many of you, we've been dealing with severe winter weather, including ice, snow, and record cold temperatures. Along with these challenges have come power outages and frozen pipes. Not only can the pipes in your house freeze, but so can the pipes in your trees. As I'm producing this, we're still dealing with freezing temperatures and getting more wintry mix. I've already seen significant damage to many of our trees, and the physical damage from the weight of ice and snow is likely just the beginning of our tree loss. You can listen to episode 142, Keys to Freeze Damage, to learn more about the long-term impact these historic low temperatures are likely to cause for our trees. Please, please, please exercise caution. Working on trees can be a high-risk activity at any time, but it's even higher risk during a storm. Please remember to use proper personal protective equipment Listen to Episode 12, PPE is Key, for a refresher. If your feet need to leave the ground, you probably should consider hiring a pro to help you. Check out Episode 2, Keys to Hiring a Pro. This is the proper time to triage your property. Have a branch or tree cutting off access to your home? Maybe a good idea to carefully remove that part if you don't have a good secondary access point. Have tree limbs weighted down and hanging low over the road? It might be a good idea to prune a little bit so that a vehicle doesn't come by and rip the entire limb off your tree. This happened in my local park. If you do choose to prune, please use the three-cut method we outline in Episode 76, Keys to Proper Pruning. It would be a shame to increase the damage to your trees by trying to cut a limb off in one go and have the heavy weight, Remember, there's damage because it's heavier than normal, and have that heavy weight pull the limb down the trunk of the tree. This can make a small wound huge and significantly increase the damage to your tree. Our pruning goals right now should be to minimize the amount and size of wounds that we inflict on our trees. There will be plenty of damage without us adding to it unnecessarily it's possible that we may be able to regrow many of the limbs that have been lost due to the storm. It will take time and a fair bit of restoration pruning, episode 144, but that is better than giving up before we have time to evaluate the true damage. This storm has really pointed out the importance of good structure for our trees. This includes branch angles without included bark and branch aspect ratio. We talk about all of these some in episode 29, structural pruning is key, but we will talk more about them in coming weeks. Good news is that the weather is forecast to improve with highs above freezing soon after this episode will be available. That means it will be a good time to start responding and preparing for the next step, which will be recovery. We'll talk more about recovery in a future episode. Let me direct you to our After the Storm Can My Trees Be Saved? resource on our website, tfsweb.tamu.edu, quote, Other than the storm damage, is the tree basically healthy and vigorous? If the tree did not suffer major structural damage, it generally will recover if first aid measures are applied immediately after the storm. Are major limbs broken? The larger a broken limb is, the harder it will be for the tree to recover from the damage. If a majority of the main branches are gone, the tree may have little chance of survival. Has the leader, that main upward trending branch, been lost? In species where a leader is important to upward growth or desired appearance, it may be a judgment call. The tree may live without its leader, but at best would be a stunted or deformed version of its former self. Is at least 50% of the tree's crown, branches, and leaves still intact? This is a good rule of thumb for tree survivability. A tree with less than half of its branches remaining may not be able to produce enough foliage to nourish the tree through another season. How big are the wounds where branches have been broken or bark has been damaged? The larger the wound is in relation to the size of the limb, the less likely it is to seal, leaving the tree vulnerable to disease and pests. A two to three inch wound on a 12 inch diameter limb will seal over with new bark within a couple of years. Are there remaining branches that can form a new branch structure? The remaining limbs will grow more vigorously as the tree tries to replace its missing foliage. Look to see if branches are in place that can eventually fill out the tree's appearance. Is the tree of a desirable species for its location? If the tree is in the wrong location, such as a potentially tall tree beneath power lines, or an undesirable species for the property, messy fruit, etc., then it may be best to remove it now," End quote." While this resource isn't specifically about winter damage, the concepts are the same. Check out the entire page for more information on how to save your trees and when to say goodbye. Now, on the subject of freeze damage, we are going to lose many trees and other plants due to the storm. We've seen low temperatures below anything many of our trees and plants have seen in their lifetime. This is one of the challenges of looking to hotter and drier climates for plant material in response to climate change. We've imported many trees from the south and they are going to suffer and many will die due to the storm event. Our main recommendation is to be patient. We may not know until after leaf out and maybe not even until the middle of the summer, what the extent of the freeze damage will be. Just because your trees leaf out this spring doesn't mean that their vascular system will be able to support them. Monitoring your trees, episode 85, is going to be vital. Schedule a regular inspection of your trees and landscape to assess the recovery process. This would also be a great time to listen to episode 167, Photos Are Key, and establish a couple of monitoring positions to take. Regular photos and track visible changes over time. We are likely to lose many, if not most, of our palm trees, citrus, and subtropical species. We'll talk about replacements in the future, but this isn't a reason to give up on more tropical species. Remember, it's been decades since we've seen weather like this. It is a good reminder not to depend too heavily on marginal species. As we often say, diversity is key. Episode 95. Which trees are you the most worried about during the storm? Let us know on facebook.com slash treesarekey or at Treevangelist on Twitter. It's time for our Tree of the Week Species Spotlight. This week's tree comes from texastreeid.tamu.edu. This week's tree may not be appropriate for your yard, but I'm fascinated with the diversity of trees that grow in Texas. Rocky Mountain Douglas fir, Pseudosuga menziesii variety glauca, is also called Blue Douglas fir. In Texas, this native species reaches heights of 80 feet or more with a trunk diameter up to 3 feet, with a dense, conical crown of blue-green foliage. In the Pacific Northwest, Douglas fir reaches up to 250 feet tall with a diameter up to 10 to 12 feet. This valuable timber tree of the western U.S. reaches its extreme southeastern limit in the mountains of West Texas, including the Guadalupe and Chizos Ranges, at elevations above 6,000 feet. Douglas fir only occurs in the Guadalupe and Chizos Mountains, but not in the Davis Mountains in between the two ranges, which remains a mystery. The leaves are needle-like, linear, more or less flattened, about one inch long, bluish green, dull-tipped, and arranged closely in spirals around the stem. The male conelets are reddish and scattered along the branchlets. The female conelets are attached singly to last year's branchlets. Both sexes occur on the same tree. Those flowers are followed by a woody cone, two to three inches long, reddish-brown, oblong, hanging downward, unlike true firs, and are easily identified by the tongue-like bracts that extend from underneath each scale. On young trees, the bark is gray-brown, often with resin blisters. Older trees develop thick, dark gray to black bark with narrow ridges and deep fissures. Their wood is moderately light, red-tinted, and surrounded by nearly white sapwood. An important timber species for lumber and high-grade plywood, young Douglas firs are sold as Christmas trees. Similar species include true cedars, genus cedrus, such as Deodar cedar, which have cones that sit upright and are often planted as ornamentals. Colorado blue spruce, Picea pungens, has sharp-pointed needles. Be sure to visit our Texas Tree Selector website to find trees which are appropriate for your planting location at texastreeplanting.tamu.edu. Upcoming tree events? Unfortunately, most in-person events are still on hold at this point. We at Texas A&M Forest Service are still on the job. We're doing our best to keep it business as usual. Let us know what we can do to help. Need CEUs? Keep your eyes open for the various webinars from the likes of Tree Fund to keep current and be ready when it's time to renew your credentials. We'll let you know when in-person events come back online. Pun intended. Quick update. You can now find Trees are Key on Spotify. If I had an hour to solve a problem and my life depended on the solution, I would spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask, for once I know the proper question, I could solve the problem in less than five minutes. Albert Einstein. Join us next week as we talk about how and why questions are key. Thanks for listening. Our agency website is tfsweb.tamu.edu. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Treevangelist and on Facebook.com slash TreesAreKey. Please take a moment and share us with your family and friends and rate and review us on iTunes. It'll help others find us. Until next week on Trees Are Key.